to the river to watch the fish swim by. But I got to the river so lonesome I wanted to die all along. And then I jumped in the river, but the doggone river was dry. She's long gone, and now I'm lonesome blue. Hello and welcome to SSG Today. This is episode four of this uh, new series. And my name's Ryan Hetzer. Going to be solo uh, today, and um, going to try to keep this episode uh, a bit tighter in terms of time. Uh, wanted to just make sure and check in with an episode early in the week. Um, had a little bit of a, a scheduling um, conflict this weekend. Was going to record with uh, two GMs who were going to compare their list for third base. And um, I was going to try to take more of a, a back seat and, and just sort of moderate that discussion, but had a little bit of a scheduling conflict. So we are going to still attempt to do that uh, this coming weekend for the third baseman. But in order to keep the ball rolling, I uh, wanted to go ahead and get a second base episode out. I'm going to just be using uh, the OSA rankings. I did not spend... Uh, time the way I have with the other uh, positional groups so far, but I still wanted to just keep the content moving. Uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, I just picked up on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, which is, of course, uh, one of the more, I think it's probably the most popular podcast in the United States, as far as I know. I don't, probably different ways to measure that, but. Um, but I picked up on it just recently, maybe like I said, about a year and a half ago, even though he's been doing the podcast for a long time. And not every episode is, is for me, um, but there are plenty that I that I do enjoy. And one thing that, you know, I hear him talk about and what he always preaches and says is when it came to his kind of arc as a podcaster is that he just continued to, to put out consistent content over and over and over again and that uh, that was part of you know part of his success he attributes is that just being consistent putting putting out content and it, it so um, with that kind of in mind I, I, I want to keep this SSG today concept moving so that um, it's something that the community can always count on and that something to listen to. I think it's going to even be more dynamic and interesting during the season. Um, be, uh, I have some ideas that I'll share uh, maybe at a later time, but I think uh, there's some, there's some real uh, possibilities um, today. So I, I don't want to say a whole lot about this um, because I've written a fair amount in the, in our league discord but there was a, a GM uh, status posting that went up yesterday that I helped to develop and work on and write. Um, and it's created a fair amount of chatter and, and some people not really feeling that great about their status. And like I said, I, I wrote a lot of, of my thoughts and feelings. But the only thing I want to say in this podcast 
is that uh, constructive criticism is always useful. I think people that aren't willing to take constructive criticism, my experience is that they're generally, you know, are not very uh, positive people to work with and be around and, and so on. So uh, I think that I am going to go back and take a look at some of the wording. I think uh, there's probably an extra tier or two that can be added to the different uh, categories so that we're being a bit more accurate uh, and, and not using words that don't, you know, perhaps misrepresent what we're, what we're really trying to get at or say, but so I am going to go back and review some of that. I'm going to be updating those monthly um, and it's not arbitrary. There's a point system that, that we would use, but I think adding some different phrases in that are a little more diverse uh, will be useful, will be more helpful to that, to that GM ranking or GM status system. So that's the only thing I wanted to say about that is that I'm committed to, to doing that and any suggestions you might have for that, or if you want to maybe uh, help out a little bit, uh, feel free to direct message me within the discord so uh, then uh, I am going to finish up today a little bit with a little bit of talk and speculation about SSG2, the, the second league that SimSports Gaming is uh, creating. And there are, I think, somewhere between eight or nine, perhaps even ten members of the current SSG league that, are, that have already joined that league. And uh, so I just... Wanted to kind of uh, let the community in on the current status of some of the discussions. Uh, perhaps if any uh, current SSG1 GMs are still kind of potentially hemming and hawing or considering the second league, maybe this information would be helpful and just to sort of inform everyone. And I'm going to try to stop putting the word sort of in front of a lot of my phrases, I've listened back to some of the podcasts and I do it quite often and I annoy myself. So if I annoy you, I apologize for that. I'm going to try to stop that, but I'm, I'm sure it'll inevitably come out. Uh, must just be a little uh, quirky phrase that I use. Uh, all right. Second baseman. So as I said, I'm just going to be running through the OSA uh, produced rankings i uh, these are not my own rankings but it should still be an interesting look the number one uh, major league second baseman rank uh, rank major league second baseman is juil pak of the cubs and an interesting guy uh, when you look at uh, you kind of look you know, kind of now i'm going to be noticing all the time uh, when you look at his arc uh, in 2018, and I'm assuming, yeah, South Korea free agent. Uh, in 2018, he burst on the scene and was just crazy. Put up an eight-war season, 34 homers, you know, 287, 431 on-base percentage with a 566 slug, I mean, 168 OPS plus, 169 WRC plus, just 
ridiculous. And I believe, yeah, rookie Silver Slugger at second base, rookie of the year as well. And in 2019, the league caught up with him a little bit. And he still put up a 353 on base. But uh, only, it looks like he probably was injured because the at-bats were about cut in half. But just sort of a down year for him. And then, uh, but then in 2020, a little bit of a bounce back, although the average only 236, uh, 379 on base though. So he's getting on base no matter what, five or 4.7. Uh, the power came back a little, 24 homers. So that is the number one ranked second baseman in SSG. And it, I think it's a name to watch to see what what is he ultimately. Can he, if he can get back to that 2018 production, you're talking about a premier player in the entire league. Uh, but he is 33 years old now. So you have to wonder if perhaps a little bit of that decline is is going to come. Uh, making $27.7 million this year, so big-time money. The second-ranked uh, Major League second baseman is another import, and he's a guy I have come to know. He's uh, the San Francisco Giant, Toshikuni Kondo, out of Japan. I believe Japan. I need to make sure. Yes. And um, he has uh, that fragile status uh, for his injury status, and that's definitely shown up here and there. He, he hasn't he, – he's had a lot of little nicks and knack injuries. Um, last year was uh, only picked up 375 at-bats because of that. Now he also walks a lot, but he played in 110 games, 293, 400 on base. Not a guy that hits for a whole lot of power, just 18 doubles, two triples, three homers, uh, but 31 stolen bases and uh, 31 out of 36. So he's quite successful uh, stealing bases. It's an 86% uh, rate. Now he's another guy though, who, in 2019 was was much better hit 330 with a 437 on base uh, 6.4 war accumulated so last year his war was almost cut in half and part of that could be due to the injury bug that i mentioned uh, but you're just like Pac, his uh, second year was not quite up to the level of his first. Now, Kondo's still young. Uh, he's only 28. So you would uh, at least say you would, I would hope uh, that he can return to that rookie year form of 2019 in which he did win rookie of the year and silver slugger. So uh, kind of strange the parallels between the, the two guys, um, both silver slugger and rookie of the year award winners in their first year in the league. Um, and then fell off slightly in year two. So Toshikuni Kondo, second baseman of the San Francisco Giants, is ranked at number two. The uh, I I skipped over Yohan Makata because 
and I think he's listed in game as a second baseman, but I he played uh, almost exclusively at third base in 2020 for the Red Sox. So he's listed in OSA as the third-ranked second baseman, but um, I didn't feel that he warranted a you know, second base ranking given the fact that he played uh, only third base or almost exclusively third base. So then uh, that puts our third ranked uh, third second baseman as uh, JP Crawford out of Philadelphia. And um, not a great year for JP in 2020, just uh, 230, 298 on base. Did hit 25 doubles and eight homers. Uh, played in 126 games, so maybe experienced a little bit of an injury. Now, uh, I'm sure the Phillies are hoping for a bounce back for him, and I think you see this a fair amount in in real baseball, but you know I think in OTP as well. There's uh, with a lot of players, you'll see kind of that dip. Um, still only 26 years old. Because really, if you go back even as far as 2016 up through 2019, so that's four big league seasons, he was right at four and a half or five war each year with a rookie year was his best batting average of 302. But then it was in 2019 where he posted his best on-base percentage of 381. 2018 was his best slug. And also his home run total was his highest in RBI. 16 homers, 69 RBIs that year in 2018. So J.P. Crawford is definitely, um, I would probably put him as a, without completely researching the whole league, I would put him as a prime candidate for a bounce back year given his age the years that he has put up before 2020. And uh, so that's our number third ranked second baseman in the SSG League is J.P. Crawford. All right. Moving on to number four is going to be Taylor Lindsay of the Milwaukee Brewers. And Lindsay in 2020 Slashed at 291, 373, 473, 16 homers, 74 RBIs, 72 runs scored. Nice little offensive year for him, 139 WRC+. I have not been mentioning defense much so far. Um, Lindsey is a slightly negative defender. When it comes to his zone rating, he's a negative 4.6. So not a great defender, but um, a nice bat. And let's just, if we look, um, could be on the cusp of, of breaking out. He's a guy who, up until 2019 with the Padres, had not, had kind of just bounced around and, well, okay, as I look, so he had two pretty darn good years to start his career in 2016 and 17. Um, 
2017 in particular, he was at 298, 347 on base, four war, hit 14 homers, 61 RBIs. 2018 was a down year and, and looks like an injury uh, plagued year for him. Uh, 2019 was back to a pretty good year, putting up a two, a 1.9 war year in 2019, and then was moved in a trade from the Padres to the Brewers uh, for Scooter Gannett and a shortstop prospect, Amir Topaloglu. Um, and so then his first year last year in Milwaukee, uh, 291, 373, 473. I think I already went through those numbers for you there in Milwaukee. So the fourth-ranked second baseman SSG, according to OSA, is Taylor Lindsay, left-handed bat of the Milwaukee Brewers. And then uh, finally fifth, um, Jonathan Shope, Scoop Shope, I think it's Shope. I've heard different pronunciations of his name through the years of the Dodgers. And in 2020, a, a nice uh, offensive output of 275, 327, 454, 21 homers and 79 RBIs, 111 on the WRC plus, which uh, maybe a podcast for a different day. What numbers GMs really like to look at. I, I like WRC plus better than war. I feel like war is a little bit too much tilted towards defense. Um, but Shope, a uh, bit of a, a veteran at only 29 years old. He's been uh, a regular in the big league since 2014 and really put up very solid numbers along the way. In 2017, he had 35 home runs with 100 RBIs, probably his career year at this point. But even in 2018, moving over to the Nationals, he was at 21 homers, 83 RBIs. Uh, 2019, he spread, uh, looks like he was traded midseason to Cleveland and hit 16 homers that year. A bit of a down year overall, though. But um, then I already mentioned the 2020 year he put together, which was uh, quite good, ending up with a 2.6 war, 111 WRC+. plus. So Jonathan Shope is the fifth-rated second baseman in our SSG League. A couple of guys just barely out of the running, Isan Diaz um, at six for the Diamondbacks, Forrest Wall. For the Rockies, Scooter Gannett, and of course I could keep going, but that's uh, those are just a few names just outside of those top five. Okay, I want to move over to the top five prospects at second base, and it just so happens that in the top one hundred uh, prospects, according to OSA there are five second basemen. So uh, we're just going to rank them uh, from the highest in that top 100 down to lowest. Um, and those will be our top five prospects, according to OSA, for second base. 
the fifth, and he is currently the 83rd ranked prospect in the league, is Dave Ford. He's a 21-year-old right-handed hitter uh, of the Twins organization. And played most of his minor league year last year in the Dominican League, Dominican Rookie League, where he tore that league up pretty pretty well to a tune of 304, 399, 494, over about 250 at-bats. Drafted in 2018 as a second-round pick. And then uh, participated in the GCL, where he was so-so. Last year in Rookie League is Elizabethtown after the DSL stint. So not a... Not a heavy minor league resume, but the pedigree of a second-round pick. The ratings look quite nice. The Not big-time power for Ford, but when you look at contact, gap, I, and avoid Ks, all pretty good. Uh, runs fairly well. Actually has a better uh, shortstop positional rating than he does second base. But his infield ratings are all very good. A 70 rating for errors, 60 for range, 60 for arm. So fifth-ranked prospect Dave Ford of the Minnesota Twins. Um, I have to – okay. Next is Eric Anderson of the Diamondbacks organization. Another right-handed bat, um, 20, year old, 20, 20 years old. Anderson was drafted in 2019 supplemental round, so this he was the 32nd overall pick. And um, then came over in a trade uh, just this offseason. From Cleveland to Arizona, along with first baseman Danny Badger and Daniel Gomez in exchange for Jefferson Mejia and Lee Jen Chu. That's that uh, Chu deal that I recall looking at uh, an earlier prospect, an earlier uh, uh, podcast. Uh, Anderson is currently the 70th ranked prospect in the league. Um, struggled in the Midwest League. Um, in fact, really... Uh, his minor league statistics in 2020 wouldn't lead you to believe that he is uh, a top prospect, but uh, statistics, of course, uh, and potential don't always match up. In fact, it looks like Anderson is a prime example of a guy who just needs some time to develop still. Um, His current ratings are well below what he's projected to be, so uh, he'll just need some time to develop in the minor leagues could be uh, potentially a little bit of a later bloomer. Uh, although at 20, he, he, if he, if he reaches his potential within the next two to three years, that would be you know pretty much right on track to enter the big leagues as a young 23 or 24 year old player. So Eric Anderson at number four, uh, then 
The next, the number three ranked second base prospect is uh, Ismail Ramirez of the Tampa Bay organization. Uh, Ramirez is the 35th ranked prospect currently in MLB. Uh, it's a minor league signing out of the Dominican Republic, so uh, a nice find for the for the Rays in their international scouting. Uh, and in 2020, mostly in the Midwest League, well, entirely in the Midwest League, he was at 266, nine homers, 47 RBIs, uh, 323 on base. Um, so uh, uh, holding his own uh, in the Midwest League at only 20 years old, uh, you wonder if he will repeat a, a ball uh, or if he would potentially move up to double A in 2021. So the second, was that third ranked prospect at second base is Ismail Ramirez. Uh, moving right along, the uh, next is Antonio Chavez uh, out of Toronto. Okay, splicing together two recordings here now. For you listening, uh, this will be smoothly put in. But for me, I'm starting again. You may have heard a phone ringing a moment ago, and I had to stop recording and answer that. And so um, I'm starting back up and kind of going by memory. I believe I was about to introduce the second-rated second baseman in uh, of the SSG League prospects. And before I say his name, I just want to be sure that he, yeah, this would be the second rated prospect out of the Blue Jays organization, Antonio Chavez, a left-handed bat. And uh, what sticks out right away, 25 years old. So you wonder, yeah, it looks like he did have about 60 at-bats at the big league level. In 2020, hitting 242, a couple of home runs. Now, obviously, that was uh, probably a September call-up um, at the International League. Uh, in 340 at bats last year, he was at 270, 367 on base, 114 WRC plus, uh, six homers, 54 RBIs. Looks like he could in terms of his rating, still has a pretty significant uh, growing to do in terms of his power. So he's a guy who could end up hitting uh, maybe 15 to 20 homers. He's I, We've got him currently – well, this is OSA. OSA has him at a 50 uh, power tool, but with 60 potential. And um, same thing on contact, 50, but with 55 potential. So runs very well. Running speed of 80 rating, 75 steals, 70 base running instinct. Uh, versatile guy as well. I mean, this guy can play all three outfield spots as well as second base uh, quite well. So uh, I'm sure 
this, this looks like a guy who could definitely fashion a long career in the big leagues, even if it's just as a utility guy. Um, but second ranked Antonio Chavez. I do want to just quickly. Uh, so he's the currently the number 19 prop 19th ranked prospect in MLB. And his original entry was a supplemental round pick 31st overall in 2018 uh, by the Blue Jays. So they have kept him in, in their system and looking at his player history, uh, as I mentioned, the versatility, he actually in 2018 won a gold glove and a platinum stick in right field in the minor leagues. So this is a guy who could help out in a number of different ways. Antonio Chavez. All right. So we have our first ranked is Josh Marchania. Could definitely be pronouncing that wrong. 24-year-old right-handed hitter of the Phillies organization. Uh, Josh uh, last year uh, spent looks like most of the year in the international league where he hit 237, six homers, 53 RBIs, um, was just a 77 WRC plus. So at 24, uh, you might expect a little more production than that out of um, a top prospect. He's currently the 22nd ranked prospect in MLB. Uh, won in, last year won the gold glove at, in the International League, and also a playoff MVP award um, in the International League. Projectable guy, uh, power, I mean, a lot to grow into in terms of his power. OSA has him currently at a 40 rating, but uh, potential of a 60. Uh, contact, 45-55, gap 65-70. His eye is fully developed. This is all according to OSA, but his avoid K is also is a 50-60. Uh, can play short, first, second, and third. In fact, his best positional rating is third base, even though he's currently listed as a second baseman, can also play first, and can handle himself at short in a pinch. And he's got a 40 positional rating there, uh, 80 infield arm. And almost looks like, you know, he's a guy that could even learn a little outfield if you needed him to. Uh, so our number two and our number one have some things in common and that they are versatile. But Marcinia, it's you always wonder, um, maybe a bit of a late bloomer at 24 years old, still with so much uh, development to do, when it will be his time. Uh, just kind of going by... Um, it looks like he probably needs at least one more year in the minors. Uh, so maybe in 2022 is when he would arrive at the big league level, but uh, you never know when he might be ready to make that jump. So Josh Marchania. So those are the top five MLB second baseman and top five uh, prospects at the second base position in the SSG league going into the 2021 season. Uh, I want to finish up today's episode, just a um, couple of the issues that are kind of kind of currently being talked about in uh, the new league Discord channel, just some things that people are kicking around. It, it seems 
pretty of the guys that are in there now a consensus that it would be live start rosters for the 2021 season. The prevailing thought right now would be to hold a lottery and for team selection. So uh, a lottery slash draft. Um, and I was sort of stupidly thinking of it as just a lottery. And I don't know what, why I had that in my head, but what it would be uh, is a name would be, names would be picked for a draft order. And then if I have the first, overall pick then then I choose my team and then it would go from there the second pick chooses their team and that would uh, I think that's the prevailing thought right now because we could wait until we have 30 GMs and then just do a draft order and you know obviously if you the thing about that is even if you're people may have different teams that they're interested in taking and it may not always be the more the most uh, high profile teams in fact a lot of OTP GMs don't necessarily like to come in and take a, a perennial stud laden team with a huge uh, budget and a lot of a lot of guys like a little bit more of a challenge so even if you're picking in a draft like that from let's say 20 to 30 you still could very well get a team that's a, that's exciting for you or a team that you would have a personal uh, affinity for or whatever. So I think that's probably, I mean, that's the thought right now. So uh, we'll have to see how that plays out. But I think the SIM schedule is still very much up in the air. Uh, there is, I think, a, a crowd that would like to, continue with the once a day sim uh, as SSG one does. And I have, I like that. I like the, the once a day sim during the season. Um, then I think there are some people that would like to potentially move things along a little bit uh, quicker than necessarily slowing it down for the one day sim. The compromise that I'm, that I've sort of fallen on right now is to do the daily sim during the season. So it would run concurrently with SSG one once a day sim, but then expedite the off season so that SSG two season number two would start maybe sometime in late November, early December. So allow time for an off season and, trades to be made, free agency and arbitration and all of that, but then to allow the second season to run during the winter. So while there's some of those slow winter days of SSG1, SSG2 is running season two in full full force. And, you know, the negative there, and I understand it, that it, if you continue with that model, you are, as time goes along, you're going to get farther and further ahead from real life. And... I get the, why some people don't really like that. Although I think if with the daily in-season sim and even with the off-season, I'm not suggesting that I'm not advocating that we would fly through it in, in a week or two weeks, but if it could be narrowed down to potentially a month, say, or six weeks, 
then uh, we would not get that far ahead. So it wouldn't be like we're going to be jumping ahead just in a matter of a year or two and be in all of a sudden in 2030. It would it would move much slower to that if we're simming once a day, you know, one game a day in season, but then taking you know only maybe four to six weeks off season instead of the full uh, MLB off season. That's that's just one man's uh, preference right now. So we'll see how things play out. Uh, certainly, there's been a little bit of discussion on some different rules around contracts that guys have seen in other leagues, extensions, um, different modifier type rules, and that's all something that we'll have to get into with the guys that are in that league. So that's just a quick little snapshot of what's going on right now in SSG2. I know that uh, the plan right now is, I think we have around eight to 10 GMs in that league, and the plan is to push a little bit more advertising and push openings in that league a bit more here in the next uh, two to three weeks. So, all right, so this will end SSG today, episode four, looking at the second baseman. This coming weekend, will be, I will be recording the third base episode. And again, the plan will be to have two SSG GMs come on the show. And basically, those two will uh, compare their list and their rationales. And, and I'm going to take a step back and shut up uh, for once in one of these podcasts. So thanks for listening. And uh, feedback is always welcome. That's it.